0: Welcome to the Pocono Raceway podcast, powered by ESPN 840. I'm your host Kevin, and I have some very special guests right off the bat with us. We have no co-hosts in the studio with us today. Callers who who's on the line? uh
1: i'm I'm not Graham Ray Hall. You're not Graham Ray Hall and I am not Scott Dixon.
0: Oh oh we got this wrong. Um, I wonder who booked the wrong drivers.
1: Yeah, sorry i'm I'm James Hinchcliffe, so this is this is not going well for you so far. Oh no! And I am Robert Wicken.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it's great to talk to you guys. Um, I need to throw no away. God, um, I'm going to throw away all my notes.
1: <laughs> You're settling. I can tell.
0: <laughs> no, we did have you guys lined up. We've had you lined up for the la- last couple of weeks, and uh, we're thrilled. You guys are actually the first Verizon IndyCar Series drivers to be on the Pocono Raceway podcast. So, congratulations on that wonderful, amazing feat.
1: Nailed it. That is our first win of the season.
0: Yes, very much so. First win of the season.
1: <laughs> Too soon, dude. <David.
0: laughs> I mean, you went there this early. I mean, I wasn't going to go there at all, um, to be quite honest with you. But I, I do have, Robert, I have something to get back at James for that comment. Um, it took James' 79 Verizon IndyCar Series races to earn his first pole.
1: That helps. That is true. You can also you can also take it further and say that in Pocono in 2013, I made it all the way to turn one from the front row before I found the fence. So I've I've got a couple of doozies that you know you could always bring up.
0: <laughs> well, you guys have been friends uh, for a very long time, and just feel free to share exactly where this friendship started, and obviously it's grown throughout the years, and how it eventually led to. Um, a chance phone call for Robert, a co- you know, last year. So, explain kind of where you guys grew up and and how you became friends.
1: So, we both grew up uh, just outside of Toronto, in in different towns, but about twenty minutes apart. And uh, we met at the at the kart track. We um, we joined the same cart team, and we were forced to be friends, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, l- luckily, we you know. Got along well. We have a similar sense of humor. We both liked arcade games as kids, still do now. True. And, um, and yeah, honestly, I think that the first time I met him, um, he was test driving uh, my my go kart, uh, my eighty cc shifter. But um, I was a I was a late bloomer in terms of height, so it was quite the feat to get him in, into my car because I had a tiny seat and pedal extensions and this and that. But uh, yeah. You know, From there, we kind of just hit it off, and then obviously throughout the, throughout the years, we got closer as we started getting older, and um, he's been pretty uh, pretty influential in my career. He's kind of always been that guy to lean on, because uh, he was always a step ahead of me in, in the in the feeder series, so I'd always pick his brain on, you know, he did Formula BMW, and I asked him, is it worth doing, and he would say yes or no, and if it was, I would try to do it. If it wasn't, I, I, I would go another route. And, um you know, and then it was pretty cool for a while that we could both say that we were professional racing drivers. We just kind of went uh went down different roads, but it was always childhood dreams of ours to to be professional Indycar drivers together and it's it's uh it's crazy that you know we're here on the better part of thirty years old and here we are that's that's
0: pretty incredible now now to that point and it's a, it's a really heartfelt story what, what are you, what are your favorite arcade games? <laughs>
1: Well, it depends what we're going for. If we're going for tickets to win prizes, it's entirely different than just an arcade game. There was this one, like, shovel game where, like, there was a wheel with openings, and if you cut the coin into, like, the opening, you'd get that many tickets out. But James and I would just, like, machine gun quarters down this machine and just trial trial and error, just repetition, get tickets. We got our timing pretty solid. We were the kind of guys that would go look at the, like, gift shop at a Chuck E. Cheese or David Buster's and uh and try and see what the most expensive prize was, and then try and get that many tickets.
0: so you guys would waste like forty dollars and quarters for a prize that was like fifteen bucks.
1: Waste is a strong word. <laughs> we got not only the prize also hours and hours of entertainment, so really, we came out on top
0: <laughs> um, so as your 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 uh, your lives have progressed into adulthood. Um, tell me about, Robert, tell me about the, <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm sorry. Did we miss the phase of our life? Because
0: yeah, you phase into you. You're adults now, aren't you?
1: Oh God. I didn't think so. When did that start officially? Is that an age thing or is it like a, is it like a, when you start paying taxes? I'm not sure what.
0: I think, t- I think taxes probably.
1: Okay. I'm good. I stopped doing that ages out.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's amazing.
1: Oh no, yeah. You try it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: I don't think I can I don't think that's that's doable not not in the current in the current state that that we have here in the United States. I don't know if that's allowed
1: oh oh yeah, yeah no i i I didn't do that either then.
0: yeah no no of course not um moving past uh tax fraud um
1: yeah. Cut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell me a little bit about um the chance phone call you got last year, Robert. And uh, Hinch, kind of what influence you played in um, kind of having Robert have the opportunity to jump in the car at Road America last year?
1: Um, all I know is I got a call from uh, from Pierce Phillips, actually, um, on the Thursday before Road America, asking me if I was even in North America. And I said, yeah, I am, because I actually just flew in from, from Europe the day before, and I was planning on having a relaxing weekend at my cottage, and, um, you know, get away from the racetrack and, and relax a bit um obviously that changed pretty quickly when he said uh i don't know for sure but there's a chance we might need you this weekend in road america and i was like oh cool and one thing led to another and basically jumped on the last flight to chicago uh from toronto i think i got in at like one in the morning into chicago and did the the nice drive from chicago to elkhart lake got into the hotel at three-ish in the morning and uh was up at seven at the track making a seat and yeah, I got to do the whole Friday practice. And obviously I wanted to do the weekend, but uh, the guy ended up showing up. And yeah, I mean, from, from my seat, you know, when, uh, when it became, you know, the, the situation became apparent that uh, Mikhail wasn't going to make it back in time for Friday, you know, Pierce Phillips and I had already had a lot of discussions about 2018 at that point And, you know, what the team was looking to do moving forward and, We'd already had conversations about Robbie and, you know, exploring the opportunities of, of him coming into car one day. And uh, when this came up, I, you know, I knew both sides of the story. I knew that he was already back in North America because, you know, we, we stay in touch. And, uh, you know, I knew he had the weekend off. And I was fairly confident that uh, if, if given the call and the opportunity, he'd want to do it. And you know, Robbie had already been in the car earlier in the year when we did our ride swap. You know, he came to Seabury and drove the Indy car, and, and I went to Italy and drove his DTM car. So he kind of knew the team, kind of knew the car, and it just kind of made sense. It was a good fit. So uh, I uh, put my put my vote in the in the bucket, and everybody agreed. And so, luckily, we were able to get him in the car. And it was kind of it was kind of step two of like ten that ended up with you know him being here full time.
0: And that's pretty incredible that you guys have. Stayed in touch throughout your career, are very good friends, and now your teammates. Um, what is it? What is it like now that you guys are probably spending way much more time together as opposed to phone calls? Are, are you guys sick of each other yet? Uh,
1: no, I'm good. I'm, just, I'm happy I have someone to uh, movie quote with. Oh. Yeah, we do. We do talk a lot of Dumb and Dumber, Step Brothers, uh, Old School, East Ventura. We most of our most of our lines are our most of our lines are spoken in movie quotes. Yeah, and it takes a certain person to know what movie you're talking about right off the top. Mm-hmm. And, like just before we got on this call, I, <laughs> I did an Austin Powers reference. And I wasn't sure anyone was gonna get, but I totally yeah. got it. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, you guys are are very nice uh, with each other. Uh, so much so that in 33 Tricky Seconds a few weeks back, um, we did ask you at, at IndyCar Media Day um, to provide three things that describe your teammate. Now, Hinch, um, you said about Robbie that— I blanked on this
1: one a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I, I was feeling a lot of, a lot of pressure. You said I had hair. I yeah, did. he said tall, lanky, and hair. Which are all—I mean, you have hair. Not wrong. You're on the taller side for an IndyCar driver. Lanky might have been a misrepresentation. I take that back. I took that one personal. Yeah. Oh, and he's been he's been at the gym lifting <laughs> a lot of weight. <laughs> As a result. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> getting, getting that beach pod ready for Pocono.
0: <laughs> and then, um, Robert, you said funny, beard, and... I think I said dancing. <laughs> you, you did say dancing. I don't
1: feel like that's much better, actually. Because you said beard, which is like me saying hair. Right? Correct. And then dancing and lanky, they sound similar. They're almost a rhyme.
0: Okay. And that does rhyme.
1: So, so I feel like we, we kind of did that at a similar, similar level. All right. Well, That I, was hard, by the way, just so you know. That was a hard game. The, that was very challenging. It,
0: well, I know we went into previous years where we would ask you a bunch of random questions like, who's your woman crush Wednesday? And then we'd follow it up with, who's your man crush Monday? Um, but... It was it was this year we needed to come up with something a little bit more faster paced and I feel like this was a good teammate challenge. Now, um Robert, you did lose um to Hinch yeah. unfortunately. Um but the musicians responses were also something I wanted to bring up. Hinch said Eric Clapton, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Buddy Guy. Um and then Robert I'll, you, I'll be respected. Absolutely. And they're they're unbelievable musicians and not saying that Robert's picks were not, but he said taking back Sunday Childhood favorite Um, Which by the way Our other co-host Kevin Teal uh, Wants to know When you guys can hang out And go to a concert together Because he was uh, A huge Taking Back Sunday fan Um, And he was actually The one who initiated The conversation On his own Personal Twitter account To Taking Back Sunday In order to get a response So that was kind of cool Yeah
1: I saw that They mentioned me That was cool
0: Yep So Kevin uh, Teal The other Kevin In in our bunch here um, He's not on the air today But he was the one Who initiated that uh, but, Thank you, Kev. yeah I, get, I mean give props where props are due but then you said um, uh, you said Jay Z <laughs> third but then you said Beyonce
1: I think I said it like that
0: too you did <laughs> now uh, Mr. Kevin Teal did have a follow up to that to say where did your brain go when you went taking back Sunday to Beyonce
1: okay here's the thing there's a story here <laughs> I I froze not gonna lie I struggled in the band. So I feel like that's what lost me the game. Um, and I keep on calling my fiance, Carly, Beyonce. And that just popped up. So I just yelled Beyonce.
0: And then Jay-Z was obviously the natural fit to finish your thought.
1: It just paired well.
0: It did. It did. It was very nicely done. Hinch, our, one of our other, we have, we basically, I'm one of the hosts. And then we have two other hosts. Uh, JJ, who also works with us in our on our content department team. He wanted to let you know that he has really said that you finished second a few years back on Dancing with the Stars. However, he did win the inner office Dancing with the Stars pool that I was unaware of and did not participate in. So he wanted to say thank you for finishing second. If you had finished first, it would have been a runaway win for him, but he did win the pool.
1: Well, I, I, I'm happy to help. I'm glad I could have been of assistance.
0: Now, what you need to do is help the boy dance because he cannot.
1: Really bad, it, huh?
0: It is horrible.
1: Mm, not good.
0: He thinks he has moves, um, but he does not dance well at all. It's actually.
1: Dance, dancing's hard, man. It's not easy. It is not easy. And I had I had the distinct advantage of like a professional full-time training me. So I could teach him some moves. Though. I could teach you some tricks of the trade.
0: Um, And then also we wanted to ask you guys if it'd be cool. Um, We listened to hint your new podcast and we think it's super awesome. Um, But since you brought it up earlier, how's the next episode going to go? And like, how, how do you talk to Alexander Rossi after everything that went down with your teammate?
1: Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Racing is a close knit community. We're like a family. Mm -hmm. And, like a family, there are sometimes confrontations in a family, and I find that as drivers, we fight like siblings. So, like, you can have a huge fight with your brother and like beat the crap out of each other and hate each other, but then two hours later, mom's going to say it's dinner time and you got to go sit next to him at the table. Mm-hmm. So, in racing, we have developed this ability to get over things really quickly. Or there's divorce, or there's always divorce. <laughs> putting yourself up for adoption, which is another <laughs> another option. So uh so yeah, you know, it's uh you gotta separate off track with Hinge and Rossi with on track with Rossi and Wicked. It's just gotta be a separation there. I think that's another podcast. That's another great thing. That'd be a great podcast. I
0: think it would be a phenomenal podcast, so much so that we would love to welcome you back to Hinchtown, USA, which is in uh, Pennsylvania, in the infield, um, Mm -hmm. and Long Pond at Pocono Raceway, uh, which was named last year aptly for you and and your wonderful podcast with the uh, the Pain Tour that that crazy group of people that goes to the Indianapolis 500 and Pocono Raceway. Um, They're 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 incredible people, Uh, but I'm hoping if this podcast continues, the Pocono Raceway podcast, maybe there's a way to like merge our your off track and poking a raceway podcast and like come together.
1: We will try and make something awesome happen.
0: That would be amazing. I don't know if this is going to be very successful. I mean, this is only the fifth episode we've ever had. Um, hey, you
1: are, that means you got three more than we do at off track. So,
0: well, well that, then, then I guess we're winning. So there, that's a, that's the first one of the year for poking a raceway podcast. So that's cool. There you go. <laughs> so guys, I want to say thank you so much for being our uh, first IndyCar guests. Um, I think I've taken up enough of your wonderful time in your in your down period and wish you so much continued success. Hoping that uh, you guys go ahead and, and get yourselves a win for Schmidt-Peterson Racing here in the next couple of weeks. And uh, hopefully we'll be uh, chatting in the Pocono Raceway infield come ABC Supply 500 race weekend on August 19th here at Pocono Raceway.
1: Sounds like a plan. Thanks for having us on. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys, so much.
0: And we'll uh, be chatting with you and following you along this year.
1: Great. Take care. Thank you
0: well race fans uh it went off the rails there a little bit but it had to um with talking to those guys i'm surprised we actually kept this down to like a 20 minute phone call which is all i told them that they needed to be on air um but they i can't believe they spent the time with us um, answered some uh you know hard-hitting questions obviously that i didn't want to bring up there's no way that i wanted to bring up the wreck that happened at st petersburg but you know what that's the way they are, and I really appreciated Hint's response there. Um, I think they're uh, they're going to get themselves a win soon enough. Obviously, it's it's shown, and if no one knows who Robert Wickens is, you need to go and check out his website, robertwickens.com, I believe it is. He's a really great guy, uh, really great friend of, obviously, James, and you could hear that in their voice and the way that they carry on. Um, but he's done some amazing things in his racing career, and he's only 29, um, or actually just may have turned 30. Um, I know his birthday was recently, I think I believe it was March 13th. So a happy birthday belated to him. But it's unbelievable to see what he's done and his progression. It may not be your atypical that a lot of the uh, American uh, drivers that you see um, in the sport today, but it's unbelievable. It's a really great story. Get to know him. I think he's going to be a, a fixture in the sport, a uh, potential championship contender, as well as James for this year. And uh, James has had an unbelievable career as well especially in the IndyCar side. He's always been a fan favorite. I'm pretty sure that Robert's going to be up there uh, with him this year, but James has come back from some probably the hardest hit ever in IndyCar history that was ever recorded um, to come back and actually win that poll as much as I was joking around. He came back a year later after wrecking in Indianapolis and and basically almost dying, uh, which is a fact. And I'm not just uh, sitting here saying that it wasn't. Um, He came back a year later, sat on the pole Um, and actually his co-host on um, Off the Track I believe is the name of the podcast with Alexander Rossi and uh, Hinch I believe it's Hinch and Rossi so Off the Track with Hinch and Rossi go check it out Um, great podcast so far with the two hosts that guests that they've had I think they just recorded their third um, Alexander Rossi actually won that race That hinged out on the pole So kind of all looping it together here It's pretty impressive to always talk to the IndyCar drivers And hopefully we can get this thing going Where we can have the joint podcast this year At the IndyCar race The IndyCar season is just underway uh, Another two weeks I think before they race again So check out the IndyCar schedule, IndyCar.com. And then, of course, be sure to buy some tickets to Pocono Raceway. I got to give a little shout-out to Pocono Raceway for all that we do with IndyCar. It's an unbelievable race weekend. The vintage IndyCars, um, the quarter midgets are there with nationals. Has actually extended it. They're going to be racing on Sunday as well in Fanfare before the big race. There's a massive driver autograph session on Sunday. The ABC Supply 500 race weekend, August 18th and 19th at Pocono Raceway. And we definitely suggest you should camp this year because if we camp, we can pull this podcast off together. I think most camping guys are going to be invited to the Hinch and hopefully Pocono Raceway podcast this year in the infield. Um, We'll see how it all goes down. But just wanted to thank, again, everyone at Schmidt-Peterson Rotor Sports for uh, allowing us the time with their wonderful drivers, James Hinchcliffe and Robert Wickens. And, of course, for Norm in the studio, thanks for all the production work you've done. This is the uh, fifth episode we've done. Hopefully bring you guys a lot more. And uh, feel free to send your suggestions on who else you want to hear, what other drivers you want to hear. Hit us up at faninfo at PoconoRaceway.com. Send us a tweet at PoconoRaceway. Hit us up on Facebook.com slash PoconoRaceway our website, hit up ESPN 840. Uh, you know, Let us know who you guys want. Uh, we will try to get that driver on and give you guys more behind-the-scenes action um, and let you know a little bit of stories about these guys. Some of these drivers, you may not know who they are, and that's what we're here trying to do, trying to tell their stories. So thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to join us next week and uh, be on the lookout for more future podcasts. If you haven't already, subscribe to us. Uh, our podcast, the Pocono Raceway podcast, is available on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Music. Uh, you can go to PoconoRaceway.com backslash podcast or ESPN840.com slash Raceway. Check us out. Let us know. Send us your feedback. We appreciate all the listeners we have. And hopefully after this podcast, we'll have 1,000 listens for our podcast. So appreciate all your support so far. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Enjoy this weekend.